Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to the latest edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. What's up? How's it going? Uh, not much, man. Um, you know, just happy to do another episode with you and have the opportunity to talk uh, to the people who, who support the show, man. So, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me as usual. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for checking out this episode. Um, you know, what we do on this show, we talk sports and, and entertainment and everything else. Uh, we got some topics for you today. Even though, you know, with the quarantine, there's not a lot of sports going on. But, you know, we're going to we're gonna talk some sports with you guys. And um, if you want to talk about any of these following topics, feel free to call us at 563 999 Three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. And on today's show, you know, we're gonna give our thoughts about the the NFL draft that that went on. Um, and we're also gonna talk about um the documentary, the the Last Dance, uh, Michael Jordan and the the '90s Bulls teams documentary. We're also talking about the um. Shocking Gronkowski trade, which made uh, Gronkowski come out of retirement and get traded to reunite with his former teammate and current teammate, Tom Brady. Yeah. And, you know, we'll talk about what's going on in the latest wrestling uh, news and, uh, you know, update you on that. But again, of course, you know, the number is uh, 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you, but um, yeah, let's um, yeah, let's let's dive into this draft, man. And uh, you know, the draft. This was the first draft where, basically, um, you know, during this this pandemic, this is the first sporting event that happened. You know, since this uh, quarantine in uh, in March. And um yeah, as a result the draft the, the um the potential draft uh players, you know, they weren't able to be, you know, in uh you know, in the auditorium to um uh, which would be like Radio City or Musical. Yeah. And um which is where they usually do it. You know, as a result everybody had to, you know, be at their house and hopefully wait for their number to get picked. And that also goes for the um, the GMs uh, from the various teams, you know, sitting down um, at their house instead of, you know, in an auditorium. Yeah, with their families. Yeah, with the families of the players, you know, in the you know in the auditorium getting you know the interview in person. But you know, everybody had to make do with this with this um, this change. Right. But one thing that didn't change was uh, basically Joe Burrows being picked with the number one pick. No surprise there. 
from LSU. No, no surprise there. And, uh, you know, congratulations to, congratulations to him. Yeah, congrats. You know, uh, supposedly he's the best quarterback in the country. So Bengals picked him. And, you know, right now he, he'll be uh, – well, uh, right now they still have um, – I think they still have a uh, what's his face at quarterback. Um, I think the the Bengals quarterback that's been there for years now, um, Andy Dalton. You know, right now the Andy Dalton would be the starter, but you know, I I could see Bengals now trading away or trying to trade Andy Dalton because they have Joe Burrow. They might just uh, put Joe Burrow to start the season, you know, and try to get rid of Andy Dalton for some picks maybe. Future yeah. picks. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't be a surprise there. You know, Bengals got their quarterback of the future, so it yeah, wouldn't be surprising if they they make a you know a change. Yeah, Bengals have been underachieving. They've had some good teams and some some talent on that team, but you know they they've injuries and consistent play by the quarterback. I mean, a lot of things have. Uh, have went wrong with that team over the last several years. Yeah, I mean, might be time for a change at quarterback. Might have to start Joe Burrow heading into this upcoming season. Maybe. You know, it's a, it, might, it might be the uh, the start of a new culture. Yeah. Change up there. But um, yeah, the you know shifting gears to the local teams, man. They they made some noise. You know, oh yeah, to, to fix their teams. Um, uh, the Jets they had a they had a good draft. Um, they drafted Mikel Becton, and uh, you know with the the eleven pick, and you know he he's um he's a beast man. He's gonna he's he's the guy they desperately needed to um to protect um Darnold man. So yeah, you know Pounder, but he he moves you know he moves quick for a big man. So yeah. You know that you know that they they definitely they definitely made an excellent choice there, and then uh, with Denzel Mims, you know that's another home run right there too. You know he you you get a, a young wide receiver to replace um, Robbie Anderson who left. So I, I, those those are the two highlights of a, a very good draft for uh, Joe Douglas, his first draft. You know as as the Jets GM. Yeah. So yeah, those are definitely the two highlights uh, for me out of the the draft from the Jets' perspective. What about you, your boys, gang? Uh, Big Blue. What you think? Uh, I thought the Giants did pretty good. You know, we uh, addressed some uh, key holes on the team. You know, our our offensive offensive line needed help because you know we haven't been protecting the quarterback or getting running spaces for the running backs. So I I think getting Andrew Thomas. From Georgia, at offensive tackle, that's going to help our O line a lot, a lot. Hopefully, it'll help um, you know the running game um, because the running game I don't think last season was it wasn't great last year compared to the year before. So hopefully, this will, he'll open up more holes um, on the offensive line, you know, and also open up things for the wide receivers as well, you know. So you know, this uh, I think it's a good pick. And then you have – they also picked uh, Xavier McKinney um, at safety. I think that, that was a good pick for our defense. 
Because this guy, he was defensive MVP of the 2018 Orange Bowl. So he's he's a very good defensive player. I think he's gonna um, help our you know cornerbacks and our um, and our defensive game. So yeah, I think uh, Giants did really good. Did really good to you know still this team still needs uh there's still areas of improvement, um, still areas that they need to fix. But I think so far so good. That's really good. You know, the future the future looks bright for the for the for the teams in New York. Yeah. And you know, the the future we'll find out in a few years how well these um these players uh, develop in New York. Oh yeah. But um yeah, right right now, you know, very good marks for, for both GMs, for both Gettleman and uh Douglas. Yep. But uh one shocking move, um that happened before the draft, several days before the draft was um, was the shocking trade of <laughs> current twenty four seven champion Rob uh, Gronkowski coming oh, out of yeah. retirement right. after hosting WrestleMania and winning the aforementioned uh, title, and um, you know he's coming he he's coming out of retirement. And he, you know, he's um, then automatically got traded to Tampa Bay Buccaneers so he could reunite with his uh, longtime teammate, Tom Brady. And uh, yeah. that's definitely yeah. going to shake some things up in Tampa Bay. You know, he's going to have a guy, a trusted wide receiver he's had so much success with as a result of the three Super Bowls they both have out of uh, Brady's six overall. And, um, yeah, man, that's that's a that's a huge move, a game changing move. If if uh, Gronkowski can uh, have a little bit of juice left after you know after being retired, you know that's a that's a big move. Yeah, I mean, right now the Buccaneers roster is loaded. They have Brady now at quarterback. They have wide receivers and Chris Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Now you have uh, Gronkowski and OJ Howard at tight end. Ronald Jones at running back. I mean, their team right now is stacked. So, you know, you got to put them as the favorites right now to end, win the NFC. But mm-hmm. then again, you still have to play the game. So right now they are just paper champions. Mm-hmm. But they they got a really good uh, roster on paper right now. Yeah, it definitely looks like we might have a, a you know a Buccaneer uh, Chiefs Super Bowl as of right Absolutely. now. Kind of like, kind of like how we've been talking about, you know, prior to this year, the Warriors versus the Cavaliers. They, they were they've always been battling out, you know, those those are those teams. It's like you don't even have to play the regular season to um to know who's gonna face off in the finals. So yeah, yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens with that. And if there is an NBA season, you know. Probably it's probably going to be the the Lakers and the Bucks battling it out too. Yeah, I mean, well, the NBA's uh, right now it's not looking good for the NBA right now. We're heading mm-hmm. into May when the playoffs would be starting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if if the if they do resume play soon. I mean, the finals might start in July. Possibly, yeah, it's insane, insane. 
to me, to me, they should just they should whenever the, if the season does resume, which I assume it will, they should just start with the playoffs and not try to salvage these regular season games. It's, yeah, that's what they might have to do. I think it, it makes more sense to do that. To just you know, dive into the playoffs, man. You know, whoever, you know, just whoever whoever has the 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 the, the most record regular season that it that's it you know yeah what can you do but um yeah the yeah the, the Knicks uh they they made uh some you know some uh, they actually made a you know a, a front office hired they hired uh Brock Eller this guy he's supposed to be one of the best if not the best capologists you know in the game he was with the Cavaliers for all these years, and um, now the Knicks have him. So hopefully yeah. he'll he'll work his magic and make sure the Knicks can stay under the cap while, you know, obviously improving the roster. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and there's another another rumor that surrounds the Knicks is that the Knicks are you know really trying to get a you know, uh, a game-changing star via the trade, you know. There's various scenarios. Um, there's one There's one trade that they would, um, I'm trying to remember. I mean, there was, there was, there was multiple trade scenarios I, I read a few, few days ago um, to build with the, you know, to build on the, you know, the team. Obviously, you can't, um, you can't give up on, on R.J. Barrett or, um, Mitchell Robinson, of course, but everybody else is up for grabs. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up on Kevin Knox because I still, I still think there's, you know, promise with that with him. To be very honest with you. Yeah, you definitely got a Barrett. Definitely, I mean, Barrett's a rookie. I mean, this is his first year, so you definitely can't trade him. You know, and he's got potential. Knox Knox has been up and down, but I think he has some potential as well. I think they should keep him for now. The guy that needs to go is Nilakina. Mm-hmm. He's given this guy so many chances, and he's been so inconsistent. I mean, I think we need to just find – he just needs to find – I think on another team, um, he, he'll he be a good fit. But with this team, he's not a good fit at all. Yeah, I, de- I definitely I definitely agree with you um for sure on that. Um yeah, Nilakina, man, I I think I think a change of scenery will do wonders for him. But yeah, with the Knicks, yeah, I think they should definitely they should definitely uh you know, cut ties with him for sure cuz um you 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 just can't you can't trust the guy, man. The guy I mean, the Knicks. The Knicks' expectation is you know, isn't really that high for him when you think about it. Like, yeah. all you have to do is do assists, score like ten points, get at least eight to ten assists, score ten points. We're not gonna be on you. That's it. You know, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And then when you develop, you get more confident with your shooting. You know, you'll you'll score a little bit more. I mean, I don't. I don't think it. I mean, I don't think the pressure on him is that unreasonable. You know, what I mean, the guy he has natural passing ability. 
and just, you know, make five buckets, you know, yeah, at the so minimum. Good. Or if you go to the free throw line, you know, it's not that hard. Yeah, you're so inconsistent, but, man. Uh, you know, it's, it's just time to just treat them. I, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Like some of the rumors is maybe they should trade for D'Angelo, uh, D'Angelo Russell again, which they tried to do before he got traded to um, the Warriors. Um, I'm trying to think of the other rumors that, that he was – there was even the, the rumor of um, Chris Paul, which that, that room, that's, that's crazy because, I mean, this guy's making at least $40 million for the next couple of years, a huge, a huge salary cap you know, albatross. I mean, don't get me wrong. If he wasn't making that much money and he was younger and wasn't that injury prone, I'd say, yeah, go go for him. You know, he's a future Hall of Famer, but he got a lot of mileage on, the, on those uh, those legs, man. Yeah, if we can get D'Angelo Russell, I think uh, that, that will help. Yeah. But you would say no thanks to Chris Paul as well. No, nah, Chris Paul is getting up there. I wouldn't do that. We're in agreement. I'm trying to think, there was a I read it somewhere. I can't remember where I found it, but they were saying like um, that you know they would um, make a trade for Kevin Love and another person on the team. I can't remember who who the other person was. Oh, but another another trade I saw, um, in 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 one of the trade rumors I saw a few days ago was them trying to get uh, Zach the, um, Levine. And pair him up with um, with um, you know R.J. Barrett and um, and uh, Mitchell Robinson. But I think in that trade, you'd have to give up Kevin Knox. Uh, that would be, a, but that would be an intriguing young yeah. duo, sharp yeah. shooting youngster, y- youngsters right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like his game. You know, I think that could be a good trade. Yeah, I think that was like the best trade scenario I saw out of the the scenarios I saw a few days ago. But it would be Kevin Knox and who else? Because you'd have to give him more than Kevin Knox. Yeah, it was Kevin Knox and a bunch of people. Hmm. Yeah, Kevin Knox was, like, the only person that, like, really stood out to me. I wish I could uh, find it where I saw it. Okay. But, yeah, that would be a... That would be a good trade. Uh, awesome trade if they could do that. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, let me see. And as of right now, Tom Thibodeau is the the favorite to to coach the team. If they don't, I mean, if they do decide to fire um, uh, Mike Miller, of course, he'd be a bit good pick. Him, Van Gundy, or or Mark uh, Mark Jackson, to me, or any of those three guys you know, would be a great pick. But I don't think – I don't see them going down the, the road with uh, Van Gundy again. I mean, he hasn't coached in years. It didn't end on good terms. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see Van Gundy being yeah. picked again. I mean, it's been there, done that, you know. Yeah. It's time to move on. Yeah, the only, I mean, literally the only thing Van Gundy could do to improve his legacy with the Knicks is win a, win a title. Right, right, and we're 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 far from that. So yeah, it would be like the Mets hiring Bobby V. You know. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, 
both guys who are very fondly remembered in New York uh, basically, you know, took took the teams to the finals, but unfortunately in losing fashion. So I don't see Van Gundy, you know, being, you know, rehired. Yeah, and I lo- I know you love Bobby V. You love oh, yeah. it, it, You would love for him to come back. But... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're not going down that road. Mets wouldn't go down that road. And, yeah. of course, they hired uh, Luis Rojas after they briefly hired uh, Carlos Beltran. So, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, um, the, the baseball season is expected to start next month. You know, will it be that crazy spring training scenario where it will be the Cactus League versus the Grapefruit League? Or, or will it be... All 30 teams playing in Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, we don't know. But I guess we'll find out next month if if the plans go as as planned. What they're gonna do with with baseball. By the and way, then, um, oh, what are you gonna say? Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Um, sure, go ahead. Fox, uh, Fox Deportes is replaying the Wilder and Fury Part Two fight. If anyone wants to rewatch that. On which show? Oh, on Deportes, you said. Fox Deportes, yeah. On on cable vision, it's ten sixty seven. If anyone has cable vision, cool. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, I'm trying to remember what what I was gonna say. Um, was the I think it was oh yeah the other the other news MLB news or rumors is that um is that uh a rod and J Lo are, are are trying to buy the Mets. And the latest rumor is is that they want uh, they want to also buy SNY, also, which apparently the Wilpons, you know, basically want it off limits to any. They don't want to sell it because apparently they make a, a nine million dollar profit on that that um that uh, station. So apparently that's another holdup for them the Wilpons selling the team because apparently any team, any any owner or group of owners who want to buy the team, you know, want to buy the team, the Mets, they also want ownership of SNY. Wow. Only Steve Cohen, when he was, um, when he was trying to buy the team, um, he, he, he didn't mind uh, buying SNY. Uh, reportedly $2.6 billion. But anybody else, you know, they want, they want that, um, that goal mine of a a station, sports station. So. Yeah. Well, uh, that, um, that Steve Cohen ship has sailed. That's that deal. Probably it's not going to happen anymore. So best case scenario is A-Rod and Mm J-Lo by the Mets and, um, but you know they'd be minority order owners, so they wouldn't have full ownership of the team. You know, I don't think they'd be making decisions, re- re- you know, regarding players and managers. You know, a lot of times you hear so- these celebrities buying stake in these teams, and they don't—they're not even involved in the decision making. So at the end of the day, it's like A Rod and J Lo. They would be minority owners, but you know they'd just be—they would just be the face of 
of the management part of the Mets, but mm. they wouldn't be making any decisions. You know, that would be that would go to the actual general managers and the mm-hmm. presidents, the the president of the team. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, and my my take is, hey, anybody who's committed to winning. You know, want to change the culture of the the franchise? You know, the the Mets had a good season. You know, they had a a good, exciting young you know year with uh, the mergers, the emergence of uh, Pete Alonso, uh, Jeff McNeil's you know second year, his first year like fully starting. Yeah. You know, so they had a, a young, exciting team. So if they if they have a you know a new ownership that's committed to winning, I'm I'm all for it, you know. But, you know, time will tell. I'll believe it when I see it, you know. But, um, yeah, um, shifting gears uh, to the NBA, and, um, or I should say shifting back to the NBA, yeah, the documentary uh, that, um, we were talking about last week, The Last Dance. It aired um, this past Sunday, and man, that was a that was a great uh, great documentary. Oh yeah, that was definitely so. Uh, so part one, part two, and yeah, man, it's definitely started off well. You know, the uh, nineteen ninety seven and nineteen ninety eight season, Bulls trying to win their sixth championship in eight years. The whole drama around the team, whether players are gonna remain with the team after the season, and the whole controversy around you know personalities like Dennis Rodman and uh, dominant force force of Michael Jordan, and also uh, Jerry Krause, the general mm-hmm. manager of the Bulls, being the most hated man in Chicago. You know, so it focuses on a lot of different um, topics. Uh, in this documentary that like it also goes back into the evolution of the bulls as well. Mhm. Yeah, look, that was my favorite part of it. You know, it showed you it showed you um how 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 the bulls were thought of, you know, because before Jordan came, the bulls was a laughing stock of the league. Mhm. And he literally just single-handedly changed the 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 complexion of the franchise, you know turn them from basically afterthought in Chicago to, you know, two-time dynasty winners, you know? And, um, you know, they even had an interesting quote of, you know, um, the legendary Walt-Clyde Frazier saying that, you know, a guy his size, he didn't think he could carry the team. But, you know, revisionist history, you know, at that point, you know, you – I mean, you uh, you knew Jordan was a good, very good player, but you you didn't think he'd be like arguably the greatest player of all time, you know. But that just showed the testament of of Jordan how he he was committed to winning, and um, yeah, even going up to his what was it his sixth season until like ninety one is when he finally won the title, and once yeah. he won the title that first time, man, it. He became unstoppable in the playoffs. Yeah, so. and you see, you know, that's it, that. Yeah, it focuses on Jordan, but you know, guys like Rodman and Scotty, 
they, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they don't get the credit that they deserve because they played a major part in the Bulls winning those championships, mm-hmm. especially the championship that year. So, mm-hmm. but you know, eight more episodes to go in this documentary series. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. It also, it had an awesome, great start. No yeah. doubt about that. But um, shifting gears um, to um, to to um, wrestling. Uh, I'm trying to think what happened. Oh yeah, well, SmackDown was the 25th anniversary of Triple H debuting in uh, the WWE. Um, it was an interesting segment. Maybe a little too long, but but you know, interesting. It had um. It had, um, of course, Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels in the ring. He had he got calls from Road Dogg and uh, Ric Flair, and um, yeah, I mean the 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 highlight was uh, you know Shawn Michaels joking about you know Triple H's um, dubious record in uh, at WrestleMania, <laughs> you know, all his um, epic losses that he had. Which uh, Triple H is the all-time um, losing losingest um, competitor. <laughs> he surpassed his. Um, he surpassed Mr. WrestleMania. Because <laughs> Mr. WrestleMania, I mean, he two big wins. Uh, WrestleMania twelve. WrestleMania twelve against uh, Bret Hart at the Iron Man match, and uh, of course the retirement Ric match Flair. against Ric Flair. And then that yeah. all his memorable moments. Um. War losses, basically. Yeah. Stone Cold, Undertaker's, uh, Scott Razor Ramon, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, Razor Ramon at the time. Um, yeah, um, Undertaker two times. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. And then the, the other one I could think of off the top of my head was when he beat, um, um I think he beat Tatanka, right? To end his two to his two year winning streak, uh, or was that a disqualification? I think I think that was a count out or something like that. It wasn't that wasn't really like a pinfall. Yeah, I think he could have won by count out. I don't think it was a pinfall. Yeah, that was WrestleMania nine. Yeah, it was like a screwy ending. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Mister WrestleMania to me should have been always uh, Undertaker. But well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know why Shawn Michael has that, you know. I know he has a lot of moments within the matches that people st- that stand out. But I mean, at the end of the day, W's is what counts. Yeah, I agree. But you know, hey, you know, I'm, it was it was a great segment, and then I and then of course, you know, oh yeah, what well, Stephanie did call, so I forgot about that. You know, joking that she could see, you know, Shawn Michaels mocking her live on the on the air. And um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh yeah, and then Vince McMahon came out and turned off the lights on them. <laughs> so yeah, that was a you know a good moment of the show. I'm trying to think what else happened on 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 SmackDown. Um. Uh. Who won? I think um, Lacey Evans beat um, beat uh, Sasha Banks. I think well, she's the second number one contender because she's fighting Tamina, 
next, uh, Bailey. So that that's just out. So um, basically, that's you know, um, Tamina is going to be battling, um, you know, Bailey for the title. Man, no but, Mandy Rose last night at all. I don't think so. I don't remember that happening. Man, I want to see that booty again. <laughs> for real. But um, yeah. What was I gonna say? Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that happened on SmackDown. I think Brian Corbin won against Drew Gulak. Oh, was that? Yeah, I think that was SmackDown. Or was that Raw? I can't even remember. These shows are just melting into each other. I can't even remember what happened on Raw. Yeah, on what happened on Raw? Oh, I, I think the only thing I remember on Raw was uh, Zelina Vega's crew was was battling it out with uh. With Drew McIntyre, oh, thing Angel Garza, Angel Garza um lost to Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Zelina Vega, she just controlled the whole show. You know, being up on, on trying to attack. Well, they try to attack um, um McIntyre, but to no avail, really. And then um, trying to think what else happened. Um. Oh yeah, on SmackDown, uh, the the um, Miz and Morrison lost to the Lucha, the Lucha, um, the Lucha um, Lucha House Party. So Miz, in his last two matches, he's he's lost cleanly. You know, remember he lost the the the, the WrestleMania match, and now he lost to the Lucha the Lucha House Party. So he might be really getting heat for. You know, um, for him showing up allegedly, you know, to work being sick. Wow. Which some people speculate that might be the reason why um, uh, Roman Reigns decided not to to fight at WrestleMania. Interesting. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened in WWE. I can't, but nothing else is popping in my head. I saw some of um, some of uh, NXT this week. Yeah, I was going to talk about that next because I can't think of anything else. Who's that um, dude at, uh, at the end? Black guy with the you mean uh, the dude who act like Prince. Uh, well, he acts well. He acts like Prince and he acts fruity. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the Velveteen Dream. F- funny how oh, you yeah, mentioned that. There you go. Yeah. I was gonna talk about him on and off the on and off the off the ring. I don't know if you heard about the the alleged the allegation. What? Well, okay. So yeah, basically he's currently in a feud with um Undisputed Era's leader, Adam Cole, for the the highest prize of um, you know, NXT, the the NXT World Championship. He he won the tag team match with um with with first Keith Lee who was the NX who's the uh NXT by the number one contender Damian Priest with uh with uh like a Billy Club. So he was taken out so then this new this new guy who popped up a few weeks ago, Loomis, this dude this dude looked like a, a modern day Steve Blackman. You know, he's like this crazy-looking dude who helped them out. Um, you helped Velveteen Dream for the victory. 
So, yeah, they're basically, um, you know, basically leading up to Velveteen, Velveteen Dream to um, to face Adam Cole, who's the longest reigning NXT champion, world champion. They were lead, they're, they were um, leading him up to, to face him as a number one contender, but Adam Cole keeps, keeps dodging him and having his under, Undisputed Era teammates attack him. Mm. So basically, but but the um, you could clearly see WWE is building up to him winning the title eventually. But one thing that's gonna throw a wrench in in their plans is that allegedly, it was a, I think announced yesterday or earlier today I can't remember that there that allegedly there's some minors that are claiming that he allegedly sent them um, photos that were not suitable for kids to be looking at, you know, online. What? How old? Well, supposedly they were like between 15 to 17 years old, and basically he denies it. Okay. But if it's true, and I think there's another rumor that he might have broke a car in another altercation or something like that. Broke a car. But something like that or, or attempted to break a car. But there I mean there's no allegation to whether or not that's true or not. But yeah, if any of these stuff are true, man, he's he's definitely in um in jeopardy of losing his job and worse. You know, getting locked up. You know, I hope I hope that's not the case, you know. For for that it that, you know, this rumors isn't true because, you know, nobody should be like the kids should not be subjected to stuff like that, and you know that would be really messed up if he was really like that to do that to the kids, man. But what's your thoughts on this story? That, that I know you just basically. Uh, I mean, this is, yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing of this, but um, yeah, I mean, if it's true, well, I don't think you, I I I don't think uh, you, I don't think. You you can get jail time for sending minors. Uh, well, I don't know what what picks he sent. I mean, if it's if it's pedophilia picks, then he. Well, could yeah, that's use. that's what they're that's what they're that's what they're saying. He sent them photos of him exposing himself. Apparently, that, that's not well. That's not pedophilia. That's him sending graphics of his of his junk. That's different. Uh, now I don't know if he can go to jail for that. If well, you're sending, valid. if you're sending, if you're sending these teenagers um, pics of ch- underage children like them, so, you I, know, like I them, think either get, way it would be that would you be, know. you know, that would be. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if you can go to jail for uh, sending yeah, anyone I would graphic pics of yourself. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, that's just a a, a crazy story. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if the rumor is true because that this is the first time I'm hearing. But yeah, if that is true, then you know, of course, his job is going to be je- in jeopardy with WWE. You know, I know that about that. Yeah, but I don't. Again, I don't know if there's a law that says you can get arrested for sending graphic pics to you know. Yeah, I would. I would yeah. assume so. That's a that would be a safe bet. Right. But I guess we'll find out more of the story. You know, yeah. once it comes out. 
But um, trying to think what. Oh yeah, um, NXT. Yeah, also on NXT was um, trying to think. Um, uh, Killer Cross. You know, he's a former um, Impact wrestler. And um, and his uh his real life girlfriend uh Scarlett Bardot she they both made their um NXT um debut and basically Killer Cross is now known as Carrion Cross and it was revealed that they attacked uh, Tommaso Ciampa who who's been a a fixture for um NXT you know for for a long time. They revealed that he, he, you know, they were the ones that attacked them. So, you know, they're expected to have a huge push. But uh, the other story that came out of NXT was that um, uh, Johnny Gargano, if you remember last week, or I was mentioning that a few weeks ago that uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa had a big fight you know, to settle their few once and for all, because they were former tag team partners, they were former friends, and then they became bitter rivals. So Johnny, for in order for John Johnny Gargano to win, his 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 real life wife uh, Candice Candice LeRae, she turned heel, and you know basically load blowed him, load blowed uh, Tommaso Ciampa. After a few minutes ago, she load blowed her own husband. To, to pretend like, you know, she was, you know, betraying her husband, just to end the feud between her husband and uh, Champa, but then it was revealed after she low blowed, um, uh, Gargano, no, not Gargano, um, Champa, it revealed that when she kicked her husband in the groin, he was wearing a cup. So basically, this. This past Wednesday, they basically cut a, a, a promo saying that they're not gonna take, they're not gonna take, um, you know, they're not gonna be good guys anymore, you know, they they're not gonna, you know, just let people pass over them, you know, the the company elevate other people over them, all the bad people, quote unquote, bad people over them, and that they're gonna try to reign over NXT as you know, respective champions. So it was a, a good promo if you want to check that one out. Um, AEW, they had a, they had a good match um, with um, uh, Sammy Guevara uh, battling it out with uh, Darby Allen. And, um, yeah, it was a, it was a, a good match, to, you know, to say the least. Uh, Guevara is part of uh, Jericho's um, inner circle, and um, yeah, they both they also set up uh, that Matt Hardy is gonna battle against Chris Jericho in the Elite Deletion match. So that's a that's another matchup to look forward to in the future. Yeah, with AEW. I I just. I mean, when I was uh, when when I took a peek at, at NXT, w, AEW was on, so it's hard to watch both shows at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to commit to one show. So, yeah, I don't know. I might have to like watch NXT one week and then watch a- AEW replay 
when I, when I get a chance. Mm-hmm. And maybe just alternate between the two. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, Goldust, which now he he's going by his, you know, his um his other name, you know, Dustin Rhodes. You know, he 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 uh, promised that if he would have lost on Wednesday, he would retire, but he won. Um, so he's gonna, I think, against uh, Kip Sabian. So he's gonna um. He, he, you know, he has chances to, you know, he has a, he's a few wins away from possibly winning the inaugural, uh, inaugural, inaugural, what? I can't say the word in my head. Inaugural, inaugural, inaugural yeah. TNT championship. Um, so, yeah, that, that's basically what, what they're going to have down in the horizon. NXT also has their uh, Cruiserweight title tournament going on at the same time too and recently fired Drake Maverick somehow was able to compete uh, on uh, NXT but he you know he lost in losing fashion but yeah I guess that's the that's the current state of um, wrestling I could think of off the top of my head um, is there anything you want to talk about uh no, just uh looking forward to that last dance. So you guys who haven't seen it yet, check it out. Yeah, you heard the guy, man. Check out the documentary. It's really great. Uh the episode three and four is coming tomorrow night. And uh most importantly, check out uh Sports Urban Legend next week. Same time, same place. Saturdays at 11, and check out my YouTube channel, Sports of the Legend TV, and uh, I'll see you guys next time. So, he's Macaulay Matthew, I'm William Ramon, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.